1: very happy Friday, ladies and gentlemen. You're locked into myself, Maximus Stephanos, live and direct on House 559. Kicking off my show this week with a bit of a classic. Track entitled Goal For You, and this is by Moonwalk. I'm also joined with a very special guest, Mr. Shenan Amara coming into the studio a little bit later. going to have a quick chat with him, let him bless the 559 decks and even jump in for a little back-to-back session towards the end. So don't worry guys, we've got you covered seeing you into the weekend nicely relax enjoy let's get into it 17 and a half degrees, let's get busy with it. To myself, Maximus Stephanos, live and direct on the Powerful House 559 Music Radio. You Remember, you can catch me every other Friday from 4 till 6. Bringing you nothing but the vibes. So, we live. Apologies for the delay on that one, Mr Shenan Amara, is very close, just ran me saying Max where can I park the car? <laughs> Let's move into this one, Disco Gnome, this is the Tale of Us remix, I can't even announce the artist on this because it's too rude for radio I'm afraid. Gentlemen Shannon the Mars in the building. coming in. Soul and this is a nice 7 remix. Then I'll be getting into a little chat with Mr. Shenin Amara. So prepared I've even wrote notes today, you know that. Two, have we got you, Mr. Shannon Amara? One, two, one, two. Let's bring that Good up. Good afternoon. A little... Good afternoon. How's those levels, sir? They're right, sounding crystal. crystal. Let's bring that down a little bit more so everyone can really hear what's going on. Very excited to have you on. Thank you very much for coming down, sir.
2: Thank you for inviting me, sir. Um, we planned this one for a while ago. Yes, we have um, indeed. Apologies for a slight, slight delay.
1: We know you're a very busy guy, so L- do not London worry. parking is
2: the death of me. <laughs> I'm telling you, your studio's down the road, so I know all about it. And yeah. you
1: still haven't come in to check us, and your studio's down the road.
2: You know what? I can't oh. even say I haven't been invited because I've been invited <laughs> by so many um, of your excellent DJs on the station, but yes, yes, you did yes. it correctly. You oh. gave me what, like a month's
1: notice? I gave you a lot of time because you're a busy guy. <laughs>
2: Everyone's busy, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. It's just, it's just, uh, yeah, it's just manic. But yeah, thanks for having me, and may I compliment you? I've been on a number of radio stations. This is definitely up there. May I also say thank you on air for the lovely vegan rider that you brought me. Oi, come on! We've got coconut water. We've got vegan energy balls. We have got
1: water. I've got you. I've got you. You've got to keep hydrated. We got to keep healthy, which is something that I'm going to get into. But. Shen, let's start at the beginning, okay? Yes, as yes. of today, known for house passion, asylum, back to 2012. But let's go back.
3: Tell yes. us a little
1: bit about your first event. When was it? Where was it? And what was your motivation, bro, to get into promoting? Okay,
2: firstly, for those who are watching on the street, I've just had to do a little tweet because I've been driving for an hour and a half. So it's not being rude. I heard everything what um Maxi just said. So um <laughs> Yeah, so my first ever event was in 2002. Um, I've got a, I've, I've planned on my way driving here that I'm not gonna say you know and I'm not gonna say like, yeah, because <laughs> when I listen to my <laughs> previous interviews, that's all I ever bang on. But anyway, um, 2002 I did a grime event, I was quite young back then. Um, it was in Hackney, where Hackney was a big uh part of a big sort of uh what can i say it was the epicenter for grime now it's the epicenter for vegan uh restaurants but it was epicenter for grime so even though the guys were from all over east london and north etc all of the venues was in grime so i did chats palace and we had um you know loads of the old uh grime people like Rough Squad, a lot of the um urban DJs and stuff, but yeah okay. it was a it was a good event. It was when all the under 21s was going off when everyone was coming through. So that was because I was an MC and I just Yeah, it was yeah, like I
1: actually heard you mention that when you were on the Flex FM show with uh, Oh yeah with, with, with Jawsy, Jor- uh, Jor- yes. yeah.
2: another Grime fan there. Oh, yes. Mr. Jaws, yes. we got yeah, You know, um... I
1: haven't met him, we haven't crossed paths yet. Crazy wow. isn't it? Yeah, it needs to happen soon. That's needs crazy, to soon.
2: yeah. You're both hella active.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's and probably I, why I'll I'll we have to do that.
2: ratings, man. I'll give you both the ratings. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, that's bro. probably why to be I, fair. I, I, okay. Yeah.
1: And and when did the house thing start then?
2: Um so in 2012, uh I first I started playing house on radio back in back in the you know, just after the grime. What happened with the grime is because it was so raw, there was so much Issues with putting on events and artists and it was very underground. It didn't have the following it does now. So the radio station that I was uh, rolling with, Deja Vu, they basically booted off all the grime. Um, and then the sort of first era of deep soulful house started coming through. And I was, because I was doing the breakfast shows, I was doing like 12 hour shows, even longer, like Ships. nearly every day. Um, I... I had to kind of I was everyone sort of fell in love with the music then with house so I was looking up to all of the circles and everyone they were sort of educating me all the other DJs that was on Deja Vu back then and that's when I started playing it I always loved it and then I started having house rooms in my events then in 2012 I said alright I'm going to start House Passion spin off of uh, another event which was more funky and R&B Pink Passion and yeah, I started it in um, House and Terrace, which is now known as uh, Studio 338. Oh, wow. So that's where I started it in 2012. And yeah, that's what happened. Um, I went away for the summer with a couple uh, with a couple of guys, you know, uh, Mr. Stephen C, a.k.a. Yes, yes. Cheeky. And um, I bumped into AR then, okay. yeah, formerly Dexter. And I was there for the summer, then came back and then saw, wow, this house thing is, you know... I need to kind of get involved. I saw a lot of my fans from the other music were sort of veering towards that. And I thought, okay, and started doing that. And, um, yeah, it kind of was all unplanned how busy it was and
1: here we are seven years later
2: yeah i had to stop all the other events which is a bit of a shame because it, it hurt me financially you know? it did <laughs> hurt me big time i see all of my all of my friends were so happy and i've seen are like oh we're so happy you've gone to house like yeah yes <laughs>
1: they're friends but there's also competition of course indeed
2: you know? indeed but
1: what i've noticed shen is your promotions is a little bit different Oh, yeah. I'll be driving around and I, I get all over London in a car and I'm seeing posters on walls. I'm seeing traffic lights. I'm seeing everything. How effective is that, bro, compared to the, the bog standard social media that everyone's hammering nowadays?
2: For me, with marketing and I explain a lot of promoters because, you know, I've got a big mouth. When promoters, sometimes they'll book me. I'll, I'll be talking to them for an hour or two even sometimes. I don't even know them. And they would... Uh, oops, sorry. Um, and... I always just tell people whatever marketing methods you've got it's all points so now I might not do um, radio adverts for my party because whereas back in the day when I first started events if you wasn't on a radio station you wouldn't even do an event yeah so it's just really sort of keeping in tune with people's trends um, doing sort of market research so I know that you might be driving around and see house passion but my aim is to brainwash you so i would have hoped you would have got my spam yeah. got my cd yeah. oh i don't have a cd in my car anymore that's all right so you will take it you might not put it but you might know someone who has got a cd yeah. or even if we say i haven't got a cd in my car you've seen it says house passion yeah. and etc so you've seen
1: the date. you've seen the big
2: lineups yeah so you know what's going yeah, down yeah you try it's a package you put together the djs the you know and you just need to get people to know actually in my studio i teach event management to uh, oh. teenagers okay. uh, from this sort of local area yes. so it can be a bit stressful but i do I that part time like a uh, couple days couple days a week and um, yeah we, it's, a, it's actual qualification and yeah, i wish that's it. i had
1: something like that bro when i was younger i mean all of the options that i wanted to do at the time business studies media yeah. At that time, they—I felt like they weren't really respected, I and mean, my parents didn't really think like that's a, a good thing. But look my, at me now; my, I'm running a business
2: and a media company. <laughs> this, this, this place is fantastic, mate. I'm sh- but imagine right. if I learned you know what I'm
1: saying? Imagine if I actually really learned some of the some of the things. Early. Yeah,
2: well, I guess it's all it's all relative because even with me, when I was, you know, the pirate radio stuff, and when it was all so like. Underground and raw and everything. It was all you know based around. If you wasn't on radio, you wouldn't think. Oh, let me go book a venue or oh, let me go start an internet radio station. it wasn't even internet. Yeah. But I actually did a qualification by coincidence in a place called. Um, it used to be called Ocean. Now it's called Hackney Picture House. Okay, yeah, I know. Uh, and house, yeah. um, I did the same qualification I'm teaching now. I did that back in 2000 and it might have been 2003. Wow. Yeah. So and. It can't, there was quite a few people from the scene that's around now that was on the course uh, let me think, there was Ed Mason Okay. Uh, he, uh, he's making a lot of noise, DJ Spooky for the grime scene, yeah. a few people was on that course and they're still about now so rough and tough if you guys know DJ rough and tough as yeah, well, so, stood yeah. the test of time Yeah.
1: and you've done it yourself which must give it a lot of validity because I can imagine if I was a, a young guy seeing someone this guy's really doing his thing probably quite, quite inspiring bro you know
2: oh yeah thank you i mean it's yeah it does with uh when we secured the funding um they were very keen to have somebody delivering who was sort of in the industry especially with some of the learners that we deal with that are from quite uh, you know challenging backgrounds whether it's leaving care youth offending etc showing them okay it's someone who's not a million years older than them someone who's in the industry rather than sort of a old middle-aged person just teaching them off yeah. a book so yeah no, so that. and it just yeah so very yeah, nice great. indeed But let's
1: let's move on to you as a dj yep um what's been the one set that's really stuck in your mind for being the most incredible experience <laughs>
2: there's so many <laughs> there's so many but when i there's there's a particular set that i did um it wasn't it was a full house, it was one of the uh first house passions, it was one of my birthdays actually okay. in um in Scala. It was a few years ago, and one thing what stood out for me it was sort of towards the start of my DJ career. Because I started House Passion, I wasn't even DJing in as a a house DJ then. I was just putting on the event and playing in like room three as an RB DJ. But anyway, this set I just remember uh, me and ar done the set and then literally everybody because i know so much people everyone from the industry was there and everyone just said wow like you just absolutely smashed the night said you had like the best set by far it you know it gassed me i got you know i got I got a big ego i try and hide but with that set there especially where it was sort of on you might say the come up i was like wow that's sort of like a big a big state like not Sent statement. A yeah, it, it, it kinda just made me feel yes, like we've earned it, we're here, yeah, it's all good. I've been getting loads of people in house passion, but now that we're starting this DJ career thing, like we're appreciated as DJs, not just as, oh yeah, let yes. me go to Shenny's rave, he's yeah. busy, you know?
1: Yeah, of course, of course. Now bro do you, do you still get nervous when you when you play on the decks?
2: That's a good question. No. I'm trying to think. Is a balance, is a a thin line between adrenaline and being nervous. I don't think sometimes, do you know? Sometimes with me, I think, especially tips of DJ, certain times I'm playing in places where you've got to adapt to the crowd. So sometimes I'm I'm not nervous, but I might think, I wonder what this crowd's like. Am I going to have to draw it in and be a bit more on the commercial side or not really nervous but just more hoping it's it's more to what I'm naturally yeah. like. Which, yeah.
1: is, which is something that really as a skill as a DJ bro is, is re- for me really lets people know that you're a good DJ. When you can adapt to the to the room and to the people that's what we're there to do, we're there to play music to make people dance.
2: Yeah, well there you go. I've, I've, I've learned the hardware at times, I've spent thousands of pounds on DJs and who are impressing the label person sitting next to them or oh yeah. this dj's in the house let me play something cool for this dj standing next to me and not the crowd and uh, a few of my counterparts can definitely relate to that as well you know
1: okay okay now let's let's talk a little bit about lifestyle Lifestyle. Because the club environment it's not always it's not always the healthiest you know we've got a lot of people around us late oh. nights etc how, how do you stay on top of that
2: it's it's very hard uh, it, It's uh, Especially when you're busy during the day And um, stuff like sleep is you, you know, you don't get a lot of sleep Sacrifice Yeah, <laughs> sacrifice um, I try to just balance things So health is a big thing So diet, um, exercise um, I went on pretty extreme Not extreme, but quite a big journey last year where i started doing the alkaline thing which helped me really with like the energy even like now i've been up all night and i'm just alert you know so just researching because of social media is the thing things like i wouldn't have time previously to go and look into that with social media there's so much sort of bite-sized info and stuff like that so yeah it is a it is a balance but obviously you still balance it you'll go and you know enjoy yourself at times so yeah it, it, it that's that's definitely a key and if you don't do that you just you're just lethargic you know it's just like oh
1: and i think that if, if you're not on top of that bro well, you're not going to have a long career if you want to do the you know the, the heavy drinking and the wild partying and it's only yeah, a limited time a, to go on that. Yeah, kind of you got to have thing, your
2: right? time. You look at people like Fatboy Slim, um, they're teetotal now. You know, they've had their time. Me, I was never... Something that's been hard for me with the house scene is I've, you know, keeping, you know, not being too candid. I've never been into, you know, drugs or the sort of dance music drugs. You know, I used to yeah. have a little smoke. Well, a lot of big smoke <laughs> back in the day. But <laughs> I've, not, I've not smoked for like 10 years. And uh, what made you change that, bro, can I ask? do you know what it's showing my age again but what happened was the smoking ban came in i never i never smoked cigarettes ever i always used to smoke you know the good stuff with no cigarette just idle and back then it was so Wicked because you could come into a rave as soon as you imagine walking into any kind of party, like the most upmarket club. Yeah, there's no one in here, and you can just light up a spliff, yeah. and like that's was just normal. Yeah. Then they came with <laughs> the smoke. This was so in 2007, they brought in a smoking ban, okay. and I was like, I was always trying to, it was always around me, so I was trying to cut down. I was like, all right, when I go out, just when I go out, I'm gonna smoke because I've been always been as busy as I am now, I've always been that busy. Like I was always just been doing stuff like that and I was like, Alright. Then the smoking ban came in. They weren't prepared for the smoking ban. So there weren't no smoking areas, there weren't anything like that. So I was like and I just stopped. I just overnight stopped smoking weed wow, and overnight like as well. I was like sleep Dogging hackney like that's what that's all like. no you one no one could believe it no one could believe <laughs> that I'm now i'm like some old nerdy
1: man yeah and you're vegan as well bro
2: yeah tell us a
1: little bit about that that whole journey because this is something that i'm i'm getting into myself so okay okay i always find it very interesting when i get to meet people that are a little bit further down the line than myself yeah okay well oh.
2: without trying to... I don't try and preach it to yeah. people or anything like that. I totally understand. Everyone's got a different lifestyle, a different journey. I was raised vegetarian so I've never eaten meat or fish ever. Okay. Um, about f- five years ago, four years ago um, because of social media. Because I was raised vegetarian, there's two ways to look at it. It's the health thing and the ethical thing. So yeah. I'm... My parents are atheists so I have no religion but being raised vegetarian... I've got no problem, I've had, you know, I've had meat, people eating meat around me ever since I was born from school and whatever. I've never, like, dated a vegan girl or anything <laughs> like that. So people always like, oh... That's how people start sometimes, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, oh, I'm yes, dating like this that, vegan girl. Like, I've never... So I've not got... You know, I totally understand that. So I just... A few years ago, I saw from social media that the dairy industry mm. is as, you know, crueler, if anything, than, than just the straight sort of... Um, uh meat industry so that made me say you know what as well as all the health stuff that you see certain things especially even with dairy certain dairy things are worse for you than even certain meat or fish the way you know when you kind of research into it so a few years ago i decided to do that um and you know it's not been easiest you know i've got rid of to you know I got rid of all my trainers, gave them away to wow. my Yeah, to my brother who's he's well now he's kind of like vegan but he was vegetarian at the time, gave away with my trainers. It's hard when I'm buying things, avoiding leather and stuff yeah. like yeah, that. That know? is
1: a real vegan cause I think some people sometimes people get a bit confused, don't they? They go, Yeah. Plant based is you follow the, the, the nutritional sort of yeah. lifestyle of it. Whereas vegan is you don't actually have any animal products. Yeah,
2: animal products. Like I don't even have honey or anything. Um, like it's it's just it's just my beliefs, I guess. I, like I said, I wasn't raised with religion. I just feel... F- I'm not there, like, screaming out for that. What well, I just do feel it. So when I saw, right, wow, this is what they do to the cows. They pump yeah. them for it. The and then you look at, what, like, what, the eggs. I love eggs, yeah? When yeah. you see it, what eggs, chicken, period. Like, yeah. what, like, I was <laughs> like, right, wow, well, it is what it is. And obviously, the good thing is, because of social media, the trend, like, what I did it's just flourished so there's so much options like now i can go into harvester and they got a full menu yeah. whereas before i was mixing up sides like go into nando's yeah all right chips and give me an avocado and a satellite yeah. you know what i mean so yeah. now there's it's, never
1: been a better time really to start exploring that that option as yeah as a and you know.
2: and what i do suggest to people is if you want to go down the health road definitely don't just try and go overnight but Yeah, cut down maybe on your meat and consumption. Because even things like red meat, you know, if you're eating red meat, you should only really... I think you should only be eating that once or twice a month because of how it is. So I don't tell people, oh, yeah, go vegan if you really ultimately if you don't do it for the animals it's best to just sort of do your moderation and and do do whatnot don't you know if if you don't believe it and just yeah just moderation really my whole
1: thing was a combination of the the health benefits as, as, well yeah. as, as well as the animals, I got sent a, a documentary as you know, there's a lot out there. Yeah. Um, and I was actually a guy doing a university lecture. And then when he showed clips of the the way that they are killing the animals and stuff, yeah. it showed it, the actual footage and it was like we were there. Yeah. Um, bro, I saw that and it, it just changed me, mate. Like, honestly, overnight. Like bro, when, I saw the okay. little, I mean, when I saw the little pigs, bro, and they're like yeah. smashing pigs' heads on the floor and stuff. Yeah, bro, like, I can't, I can't watch me, those man, things.
2: I'm squeamish about like. I'm quite squeamish about like horror movies and stuff like I don't that. Don't do so horror I l- movies. L- so let alone <laughs> looking at stuff like that. And the thing is, I know, so I don't, I don't need to see it. But yeah, I mean, I also give props to people because who knows? Because I was, I've never eaten meat or fish. Would I be able to make that change? I will never know. Because yeah. do you know what I mean? So I give a lot of props to people who actually make that, you know, make that sort of change and you know adapt to it. Growing up, it was hard. There was no nothing. There wasn't no veggie burgers or nothing. So now it's a lot of options. So yeah, fair play to everyone, you know? We've got options. But let's let's get back onto the music. Well, outside of House, what do you listen to? I listen to a lot of different types of music. Um, I've more or less been through the genres of London underground music in my sort of career from when the grime transcended into sort of Soulful and then Funky House. And then I was quite a big advocate of uk sort of rap and stuff like that but you know before it had where it is now so i yeah i guess one thing i do miss about djing in the um in the other industries is like being able to play like that new r&b and hip-hop set like i was one of the first djs i think me Scratcher and someone else because I used to work with all the major labels we yeah. was like the first three DJs to play Drake in this country wow back in um, back in like 08 so you know yeah I, 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 you know that that's so I've always just got an affinity for that growing up before I wanted before I was trying to be an MC before I was a DJ I just loved um, you know R&B hip hop music um, I was, you know I love listening to slow jams on my on drive home I used to be a slow jam DJ yes, yes. and uh, whatever yeah, so, yeah, that's... Yeah, you've done it all, bro. And
1: I've seen you in the studio on, on the Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Any uh, exclusive info, some stuff
2: coming out, lately? Yeah, it's... it's With the studio, it's so hard. We I mean, you know, for years, it's always been this balanced life. But there are, there are a couple of masters that are ready. The okay. thing is, it's like... Even with, like, with me and AR, we used to be like, OK, we'll put a song up for free download just because... Uh, we've not been organised enough in our time, yeah. with to say, okay, let's go and get all the DJs' emails, or we've got DJs' emails, but oh, have we got a current list, or have we whatnot? Let's just put it up for free download, yeah. get everyone to see it, and then they all download it and whatnot. So we are, I'm um, definitely sort of pushing for a couple of releases uh towards the end of the summer more realistically so yeah there is uh i might have something to play in the mix later okay yeah i re- heard
1: a rumor there was going to be a house passion label
2: yep there's a Isn't house Passion. True? yes there's Are a you? house passion label so again behind schedule with that but it's definitely happening um I've had a few meetings with my partners, so the next phase is we're gonna we're gonna start putting out and advertising for um, submissions. We've Really got um, quite a few submissions already, but we're gonna do that. And again, I can't. You know, is everything's focused towards my birthday at the moment, which is yes. next week. Yes. So it's just, it's. I just said, all right, the label. Um, I'm planning a festival abroad next year. All of that has just gotta stop until next week. I'm not celebrating. I doubt I'll be celebrating my birthday because I'm going to be too (laughs) stressed. I'm going to try and do something the week after the rave. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, the label, the label, I'm definitely um, really excited to get that going. I've done a lot of preparation for it and um, can't wait to get it out there, really, because pushing sort of, you know, the music that London's into, you know, definitely London orientated. Very nice. And what's coming up next for you, bro?
1: next in what um, sense just uh, events because uh, i've had a quick look on your ra There's yeah what's going on you're playing out like yeah most well of the weeks y- in april you know, i yeah. was
2: just telling you now i've put on my sunglasses for the first time in like six yes. months on the drive down here so uh you know the you know the silver lining of global warming is we get the uh-huh. summer early last year's oh, summer was incredible yes and it looks like it's here a bit early, so uh, I, I, was, I was all planning to get my shape up, get rid of this beer today, yeah, man. I didn't get no time, I need but to
1: go too before, yeah, before house because
2: I was, I was definitely gonna do it. I'm definitely gonna do it by my birthday, yeah. but um, yeah, just it's summer, so it's really busy. So, we've got different events. The events that are out there already that I'm putting on, I've got uh, House Passion next week at Fire and Light Box Vauxhall, mm-hmm. the journey of house, where we uh, the concept we had last year all the different rooms because of how the arches are set up in the venue yeah. uh sort of paying homage to the different years of house so back to the genres i told you the deep soulful um to the you know the 2012 thing and then and the sort of upfront tech house thing then i've got the asylum day party we did last year in cargo yes our first ever day party and first so first ever asylum day party first ever day party that was really like we, you know, we crammed cargo full. Had like eleven hundred in there. So now we've gone to Ministry of Sound uh, for bigger, bigger, and better. Uh, that's gonna be you know another two till two. So that those are the two immediate focuses. Got other few venues we're gonna be announcing. I'm um, also um, my clothing line that I'm now partner with Bafisha. Yes. Um, with uh, lashes, big up lashes. Uh, that we've got the Easter bunnies party. So that's something different, that's gonna be, we've done a collaboration with Shenamar, Friends and Bafisha, and where we've sort of integrated the two. So we've had like the R&B room, which is sort of the kind of vibe Bafisha is and then Shenamar and House, uh, for the house. And now we're kind of taking, we're doing a sort of intimate thing in Shoreditch, which is gonna be a more dress up, you know, the ladies gonna be looking nice, high heels, and all that, that's a sort of small intimate thing at Easter. No, and hats, just no training. Yeah, all of that <laughs> stuff, man. All of that stuff. The shape up, shop Yes. I'm um, then going. Then it's just a summer. So flying out. We're flying out somewhere oh, we together. Are. We're
1: flying out together. <laughs> you can catch me and Amar at Hideout
2: Festival. Yeah, that's gonna be the crazy. Deep vibes crew. That's yeah. gonna be nuts. Big up Deep Vibes. We yeah. got Mr A. We got Mr A every time. My fellow day. Day. Mr A. Big up himself. Another yeah. Mr A. Yeah. Another yeah. Mr
1: A. True. Yeah. So uh, have you been Hideout
2: before? I've not been Hideout before. I missed my flight last year. Oh. So every year I've basically, you know, as I don't sleep, running. Every year I've watched it on Snapchat, yeah. and yeah, finally, finally there. So yeah, that's gonna be crazy. Yeah, um, Ibifa, um, yeah, is that for
1: the corner, uh, cornered? Yeah, cornered
2: yeah. and um, uh, escape parda, and there's another couple that haven't been announced yet in for and uh, we've got House of Silk in Amsterdam. That's yes. gonna be crazy. We got DJs, we got you know House of Silk Foundation. You know, it's been a long road. You know, everything I've said about my promotion and marketing, etc. Yeah. You know, DJ's, you know, got even more history, way more history than me. Yeah. He's been along there on that same road. And, you know, big shouts out to, you know, I said, Stephen C first took me That's to uh, Malia. Big up the audio hall, Massacre. <laughs> we've all been we've all been plugging away. So, you know, it's been a long road, you know, yeah.
1: and, you know, respectfully, rightfully so now pretty much at the
2: top you guys you know like the... well you know i wouldn't say about at the top but i think when we started when i started getting involved in house because there was the boom you yeah. know i remember i started the first asylum so the concept i had for asylum i started it and i went straight into a dry hire venue wow. which was uh which Stressful. is where where you run the bar and you pay loads of money so this was the for the first ever asylum never you know had the concept never been done before I went to a venue that it's not not there no more it's called Siding's Warehouse yeah. and they invested like it was like a 23 grand break even on the first event so back then and I had no confidence issues that you know I was going to lose money I was like back then it was so not easy but if you put in the work everyone was on to house now people who are more, I feel, really doing it for the passion, for the music, you know, for the love of it are here, whereas a lot of people who who were making a quick buck are gone, yeah? Yeah. So that's, yeah, so that's why I say, so the people who are grafting all the different promoters and all the DJs, big up, because, you know, it's not easy, it might look like it, it might look like a lot of fun, it is a lot of fun, and we are blessed, I'm lucky, but...
1: I think that's the thing that people people definitely don't think about or obviously don't see because that's not what you put on socials, is it? You know, when you're doing all the messages <laughs> and the Facebook invites and you're working with a graphic designer and you're saying, "Oh, I don't like that," and you know, Mate, all of these small
2: things. I was clearing. You know what? I got so many messages because I just got one phone number, yeah. and you know, it's hard to get hold of me on WhatsApp. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like replying back to I was replying back to messages at like, all my WhatsApps from like the last few weeks that I haven't replied to like three weeks ago nah, birthday messages and that's, like
1: but your number is also like your like a hotline number, isn't it? Like it's everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's on my the internet. Num- it's it's just on my number, resident yeah. advisor. Everything. It's
2: just. It's just. I just used to do that from all the old days. I used to have like four phones. This for radio. This for you know before you had the all-in-one. This for evening calls. That for, <laughs> all of that. I just said you know what the easiest thing is just have one phone, and if you can't answer it, you can't answer yeah. it. And it's just I've looked at it because my manager Hanif, he was he's like one of the biggest promoters in the country, and he. um I saw it. I saw a, he was doing. I think it was like a, a Rick Ross concert or something. Mad. And I saw the poster, and I said, "I'm sure that's it. That's his phone number." And it was. I was like, "Right, like wow. that." He's like the most, the, the biggest promoter I know. And he, from he's got said you know what? It's easier that way. I always, one thing I do, I won't ignore you. It might take me a long time, but I will always get back to you. So even today, I was up all night doing uh, clearing all my chats, yes. then doing a broadcast. Literally jumped in the car as soon as the broadcast was finished and I was like oh, I need to call him and say that I might be 10 minutes late but he told me yeah, get it's all tw- good we're, we're <laughs> rolling we're
1: rolling so bro listen I, we've gone on way way much longer than I thought we were going sorry, to but, sorry but, guys but you know I think we, I'm just going to let you jump in for an epic guest mix bro for an hour yep take it through You know, maybe give us a little bit of them exclusive things that you were talking about.
2: Definitely. What I'm going to say is, can you drop one? I'm going to run to the little boys' room quickly. Of course.
1: (laughs) Let's let's get back into this one. And then uh, I'll run one more. And then I will let you bless the 559 decks, brother. Fantastic. It's been an absolute pleasure, Shen. Can't wait to hear your set, brother.
2: Follow us on all socials at house 559 music Oh, wow. wow. was one of the exclusives i told you about world exclusive big up francis and the hippies family it's a brand new one from ed mason forthcoming on hippie records coming in. I'm going to try and keep my mouth shut though. And I'm going to try and persuade Max to come back to back with me for the last half hour as well. House559music.com. London's leading worldwide streaming.
0: Shenanamara.
2: more and then ask this uh, young man to come go back to back for the last half hour.
4: Take that chat. Road why? you tell me not road, why you tell me not to dine some mata from a demorality. Road why you tell me not take chat. Road why you tell me not take chat. Road why you tell me not take chat. Road why you tum a road, why you tum in a road why? you tell me not take chat. Road why you tell me not take happy chat. Road why you tum road, why you tell me not some Road why you me not take chat, road why you me not take chat, road why you me not take chat, road why I'm not
3: I'm
4: Road boy, you the Road the not the Road the not, 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 not the they coming. Some how, take some how, take some how, take some high, 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 take some take some 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 <obsolete>
2: everyone i didn't get through all the messages but i've got to just pay um compliments to the house 559 family once more because you know what in this little back-to-back i've been a bit nosy i've been looking at all your bits and bobs all your equipment and i'm a tech freak yeah i'm seeing all the little sound cards and even down to your ssd case i'm like i've got that i've got that hey it's all about the future
1: You can also listen back on our website That's www.house559music.com Stay up to date on the socials At Maximus Stephanos As well as at House 559 Music Whatever you get up to this weekend Be good, be careful, have fun Maximus Stephanos signing out with Shelly Namara Who?
5: Yeah, i belong, a I belong. I'm a I mentioned i